You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. We believe that, you know, uh, in every relationship, there's the tendency that it could become messy at times. Okay? It, it could become uh, challenging and it would become difficult. You know, as you walk together, as you're, you know, uh, as you get to know more about each other, di ba, may makikita ka dyang mga hindi mo preference eh. May makikita ka dyan na parang nakaka-offend that, you know, iba yung background mo, iba yung background niya. And so you get to have that, you know, conflict of preferences, conflict of, uh, in a way, values and uh, viewpoint. And so, we say, we, we talk about it, that discipleship is relationship. And because discipleship, this journey is about relationships, you know, there will be challenges along the way. In the fellowship, there will be challenges and difficulties as we continue to journey together. And therefore, my question for tonight is this. How do we respond to those challenges? If it's outside, how do we stay together, stay strong together? If that's an internal conflict with one another, how do we resolve the hurts and the offense and you know, the, the reality of uh, human relationships? The Bible talks about iron sharpening other iron. And I believe as, as God's people, yun yung way niya of sharpening us, of shaping us to become the person that He wants us to be. And you know, there will be conflict. Di ba nakita na ba kayo na nagsasharpen ng iron? Di ba anong meron pag nagsasharp? Pag nag, ano? Pag nagkikis-kisan, anong meron? My spark. Okay? This is the same way in, when it comes to relationships. Minsan, di ba, merong, may spark yan. Okay, meron yang conflict, may clash yan. But we have to learn how to stay together because God called us together. And in, in, in the fellowship, in the church community, we don't have the option of following Jesus alone in isolation. Because God's design is that as we follow Him, we follow Him together with other people whom we called to follow Him also. So tonight, we're going to talk about relational unity and how to stay united Having the same mind, having the same heart, and having um, you know, that, that commitment and dedication to stay together because that is our calling. And the Bible, uh, in all throughout the scriptures, talks about the blessed of being, blessedness of being united, diba? the, the pleasure that comes with it, the joy that comes with it. And in one verse, this is what I, I like. No? In Ephesians 4 verse 3, the Bible tells us to make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit. Everybody say, keep. Okay, keep, maintain it. Okay, the, the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Now, making every effort means you're gonna do everything that it takes, okay, to keep everyone together. Okay, lahat gagawin di yung onting, ano, parang tapon mo na kagad. You know, here in Victory, in our culture, in, in this church, we don't believe in disposable relationships. When we commit to walk together, we, we say it's a covenant. It's, it's, a, it's a lifetime thing. Hindi kagaya ng styro, di ba? Styro na, na plates or mga plastic cups or mga plastic utensils. Di ba? When we have a big party, yun yung mga disposable uh, cups and paper, please, mga utensils. Pagkatapos natin gamitin, ano gagawin? Tatapon. But in the church, hindi ganun. Hindi tayo nagagamitan sa isa't isa. When we say we're, we're going to walk together, we're gonna walk together and pursue God's calling together. And the thing in this verse is that you know, the unity is not something that we manufacture. It's in fact, the Holy Spirit gives us. He unites us together, He calls us together, and the unity comes, the source is the Holy Spirit. 
Therefore, our responsibility and our role is just to maintain it and to make sure that we are strengthened with our calling. Now, again, we're talking about the life of Peter and his writing. And we're going to see uh, one of his writing, this portion of text in Scripture, First Peter 3, verses 8 and 9, as his exhortation for us to keep the fellowship strong. And, um, you know, we would thrive and not just survive in our walk with God. Finally, all of you, have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, bless. For to this you were called that you may obtain a blessing. Scholars say that this... um, book of scripture, this First uh, Peter, uh, was written 30 years after Peter responded to follow Jesus. So it's been 30 years already that uh, Peter has been following Jesus. His uh, perspective uh, changed. Dati mayabang siya. Dati, di ba, uh, he, he thinks all about himself. Padalos-dalos siya. Di ba, na-deny niya nga si Jesus. Nirebuke pa niya si Jesus. Di ba, ang dami niyang, ano, ang dami niyang uh, uh, expression of how... Uh, uh, me-centered he is. And so he, he grew from that. He actually had uh, experience also uh, getting offended. But there was a time where uh yung big three, eh? Peter, James, and John. James and John tried to vote him out of that big three. Diba? Sinama pa nila yung nanay nila with their mom and they, they tried to uh, ask Jesus to put John at the right and James at the right. So parang wala na yung big three. Parang, di ba? So nung nalaman ng mga disciples yun, especially Peter, di ba nagalit siya. And so, you know, Peter was called to follow Jesus. Jesus chose Peter. But Peter doesn't have the option of who to follow Jesus with. And therefore, di ba? Anong gagawin niya dito? He has to uh, have the right heart, the right mindset so that, you know, they will not uh, spend the whole life, di ba, clashing with each other. And, the scripture we just read talks about the certain kind of attitude, okay, this kind of posture of how we as believers should relate with one another inside the church community. He's talking about the right kind of attitude and he lists about five uh, uh, pictures of how we should be and what, what we need to have with each other, how we relate with each other. And you know, as I was uh, preparing for this, I heard about this uh, device na uh, ginagamit sa mga aeroplano that the word attitude, you know, in, in, uh, in the dictionary, the a- attitude is defined as the settled way of thinking or feeling about someone or something that typically is reflected in a person's behavior. So it's a mindset, it's an affection that, you know, causes you to behave in a certain way. So that's the attitude. Now, yung attitude pala, hindi lang siya uh, ganong... Uh, um, Ginagamit, but in aeronautical terms, meron siyang tinatawag na flight attitude indicator. Oh, iba yung flight altitude indicator, no? yung taas nila, but the, the flight attitude indicator indicates and helps the pilot you know, um, know the orientation of the aircraft from the horizon of the earth. Okay, so ito yung itsura nung, ano, nung um, attitude indicator sa mga aeroplano. Na, wow, may ganun pala. No? And you know, humong you believe that as uh, as the plane flies, at times there they will be uh, storms, there will be rains, and you know, um, yung visibility is challenged. They have to look at this because this would keep them in check. 
Kasi kung hindi tama yung paglipad nila, hindi tama yung attitude nung ano, yung uh, orientation ng nung aircraft sa sa earth, diba? It might crash and put uh, everybody in the flight in trouble. Now, it's the same way with our walk with God. Okay, itong portion of scripture na to para siyang attitude check with, for all of us when it comes to how re- we relate with one another because if uh, we get out of bounds and you know out of uh, how the Bible is telling us to behave, you know, we will be in trouble. Okay, in fact, kung sobrang trouble na, baka mag-crash pa yung relationships natin, which is uh, what we don't want to happen. No, now, let's go back to the list, that, that five uh, ways where Peter exhorts us. The first one, sabi niya dito, all of you, all of you who have experienced the grace of God, who have encountered Jesus, here's what you do. Have unity of mind. You have to have the unity of mind. Now, the text doesn't say uniformity of mind. Okay, but talks about unity because unity is not about um, uniformity. Okay, na, di ba, lahat, lahat tayo dapat, uh, di ba, naka-dress in a certain way. Tignan mo nga katabi mo. Can you look at the person seated next to you? But you, you can see that the, that person is different from you. Now, imagine a world, okay, full of you. Okay? Di ba, that would be sad. That would be lonely. Di ba, parang lahat, kahit saan ako tumingin, puro, puro jowas. Di ba, parang ang hirap, ang, ang lukot yata nun. Now, God designed us to be different because, you know, He's a God also of diversity. Unity and diversity doesn't clash. In fact, we could be united in spite of our different background, different um, you know, um, upbringings, and different preferences. God calls us to have a unity of mind. Now, in the church, it's so clear what we stand for. It's so clear what uh, we need to be united about. And that's the call to live a life that honors God and make disciples. That is who we are as a church. All the relationships that we have, the way of doing business in school... They must uh, be in a certain way that honors God and helps other people follow and believe Him as well. Now, we need to be united in that. So, whether you're from uh, whatever university, Lasal, Ateneo, UP, you know, we could be united for one cause. The mission brings us together and it makes us united. Okay, ngayon, kung may isin ba dito mga Cavs fans? Okay, nagkakaroon sila ng pag-asa, no? <laughs> Alright, sino yung mga Golden State, di ba? We can still, in spite of that preference and differences, they were still here on a Sunday, worshiping God, declaring it's all about Jesus. Okay, kahit manalo. <laughs> but, sige, pray na lang tayo, palakasan na lang ng prayer. But, you know, so that's the first part, unity of mind. We have to, to see things in the major truths of God's Word together. May mga minor stuff kasi na yun that causes church division and clashes. You know, we don't have time for those things because God has a mission for us. We have to, you know, agree with the, the major doctrines and move forward to the, with the mission that God called us. So, have the unity of mind. Second is, we need to have sympathy. You know, this is a group of uh, Jason Law, one of our leaders uh, here. He's a public speaker. He's known for uh, you know mo- his motivational uh, te- uh, teachings and talks. And he's also a bestseller. But, you know, in spite of his busy schedule, he makes time for his victory group. And here's his testimony. He's the, this is a picture of the group that he's leading every Sunday. And he posted on uh, Facebook this uh, status. This is our victory group every, win- every Sunday. Okay, and I started attending church 17 years ago, 
and had my first group that year. So the, the, the first year he decided to follow Jesus, you know, he eventually learned how to help others follow him too. But 17 years ago, after the fast forward today, he's still using the same old boring strokes of engaging people in a relationship, preaching the gospel to them, and then helping them in their walk with God. You know, I think the same old boring strokes actually lead to change life for the glory of God. Focus on engaging the lost, establishing them, equipping, and then empowering His people to serve um, their, their purpose. And that's the kind of heart that we need to have. Okay, because we feel for people, we know that apart from Jesus, they cannot serve their purpose. And they're calling. Therefore, this, this man is something, someone that you know, we, we should uh, exemplify and, and follow. Okay? Hindi siya full-time, but he, he, he does time. He makes time for this one. So, as a church, we need to be united in the, in the mission, the values of our church. For, uh, and the, the next one, okay, so yun yung first one. Again, let's talk about the next one, sympathy. Now, sympathy is the feeling of pity and sorrow for someone else's misfortune. Now, when we are uh, in a church, we need to become that uh, sympathetic with each other. It's a culture of um, compassion that we, we are to have inside the church. Okay, the early church was known for uh, being uh, a people who has this culture of compassion. Because during their time in the Roman uh, Empire world, pag ikaw ay widow, pag mahirap ka, they don't have time for you, they don't accept you. But the church has resolved to be the kind of hand, the feet, and the heart of Jesus in this dark world. Therefore, they reach out and they stood out. They reach out to these people. And I pray that you would have that kind of uh, resolve also for one another. Na alam natin yung pinagdadaanan ng isa't isa. Alam natin yung uh, mga concerns ng bawat isa. Because we're connected, we're closely uh, connected with one another. We're sharing life together. And sympathy, uh, I, you know, I was, I was uh, preparing for this. I realized that, you know, as a husband, the first community, the, the major community I have is my family. And therefore, napareflect ako, no? Sa marriage ko, sa family ko, na syempre bata pa si Tia, but napaisip ako, I, I, I began thinking about how am I still being sympathetic with my wife? Because sometimes I know as men, we're, we're so goal-oriented, we want to move forward, we want to we wanna grow uh, our resources, we want to grow our, our family, and we, we tend to overlook the relationship that God has given us. Okay, first is our wife, our marriages. How sympathetic are we? If you're the wife, how are you um, being sensitive with the needs of your husband? If you're the husband, how are you sensitive with the needs of your wife? Now, maybe you're here and you're not yet married. Okay, how sympathetic are you when it comes to your siblings, to your parents? Are we people who promote peace or are we people who, you know, just thinking about ourselves inside the family? Okay, the family is the major unit of, you know, of community. And therefore, what we practice in church also, we must uh, make it a culture inside our family. So that's the next one, sympathy. Third is this, brotherly love. Okay, now when the Bible talks about this kind of love, it talks about this covenant kind of of love. This is not the romantic kind of love, but this is the familial kind of love. Diba? Ikaw, uh, pag ka, when you're born into a family, you don't get to choose, diba, your parents, you don't get to choose your, the people in authority, don't get to choose your brother or your sister. You were born into it. So, mat, no matter what happened, okay, kahit pagbalik-balik tarin mo yung buong mundo, yung kapatid mo, kapatid mo yan. Your brother will be your brother, your sister will be your, your sister. Therefore, when we talk about this brotherly kind of love, 
having this kind of attitude, we're talking about the attitude of being accepting. The attitude of being sacrificing and being ready to forgive. Because God called us together as a family. And we are to demonstrate this kind of um, relationship with one another. You know, in the, in the staff, as, as pastors when we meet, sometimes we would be uh, having this uh, passionate conversation. Okay, when it comes to a decision that we need to make, okay, uh, 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 an approach, and all, you know, sometimes our pastors would have that. In, in fact, yung apostolic team, din, yung mga leaders natin, they, they, can, they, they can talk, you know, heated uh, discussions. But you know what? After, after work hours, after that uh, time inside the room, paglabas ho namin, we can, we, we can get, you know, get along well outside. We, we still eat together. Okay, we, and then when, when we, when our leaders, I, I see them, you know, when, when they go up in the, in the, in the pulpit, you know, they would begin honoring one another and really, parang hindi sila nag-aaway inside the, you know, the, the meeting because they don't take things personally. And that's the way I pray for all of us, you know, in the victory group, di ba minsan may mga hindi tayo pagkakaunawan or hindi tayo uh, agree, the preferences, and uh, the viewpoint, but we are to, you know, be committed to one another, to outdo one another when it comes to giving honor. Okay, hindi tayo nagsisiraan. We don't do uh, gossip, we don't do uh, backbiting, or accusing uh, our, our brothers and sisters. You know, pride is our enemy. We have to protect our brothers and sisters, we have to fight for one another. Di ba, pag may kapatid ka na, you know, being bullied, you as the older brother, you, you want to fight and protect your little siblings. Because you're there, you're, you're, they're, your, they're your brother and sister. And I pray that we would have that same kind of attitude. You know, uh, in the church, when, when you experience an offense, we, we deal with that in a way that is biblical. Okay, when you get offended, okay, the way to go about that is you go straight to the person who offended you. So for example, Jason here offended Joshua. He will not go to Ramos and say, you know, si Joshua, ganyan. And then, you know, Ramos would tell it, you know, actually, si Jason, ganyan. And then the whole church have already known it. Diba? Tapos si Joshua, wala siyang kaalam-alam. That's not how we do it here in church. Because in church, we, we encourage the person to go straight to the person and talk about things. Kung hindi kaya, you know, we, we get a leader and, you know, to, to facilitate the talk and conversation until we resolve issues so that we will not be eaten up by the root of bitterness and miss the grace of God. We do it in a, in a way that's biblical. We deal with pride and we humble ourselves. For is this, a tender heart. Now, when we talk about a, a heart that's tender, we're talking about hearts that are not callous. You know, when you learn, begin uh, learning to play the guitar or violin or any, any strength instrument, at first it would hurt your fingers, your hand, because they're not used to holding the strings. But as time goes by, you get, you know, you get callous, your, your, your hands and your finger, and then you easily have the ability to play you know, without being that uh, hurt. Now, in, in, the, in, the, in the way we play instrument, it's okay to have callous hands. But when it comes to our relationships, it's not okay to have callous hearts. When it comes to our relationships with one another, we have to guard our hearts and not allow bitterness to rule and eat us up. Because hard hearts are not okay with the Lord. Because it's not good for you. It doesn't please Him. The Bible tells us, be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, 
as God in Christ forgave you. That's where we draw the power and the ability to forgive. Forgiveness is a decision. In fact, uh, when the Bible talks about forgiveness, it's actually an economic term. Okay, that uh, we get to pay the price of forgiving another person. Yes, you will be hurt. You would go through a bit of a suffering, but it's a resolve because God called us to forgive because we ourselves have been forgiven by Him because we are first sinners before we are people who were who sinned against. We know that. And we recipients of God's forgiveness. Therefore, that empowers us to forgive others. Last but not the least, the Bible exhorts us, Peter, in this uh, letter, to have a humble mind. A humble mind is the way we see ourselves and the way we see other people. You know, as uh, human beings, we are uh, naturally born you know, and to, to think about ourselves more. And because we love ourselves so much, it's a struggle to consider others more important than ourselves. Okay, being humble, the struggle is real. Okay, yung hirap kaya nun, not thinking about yourself. You know, when you wake up, ikaw una mo naisip eh. Therefore, we need to train ourselves to be humble and to see ourselves in light of God's grace and to see others more significant than we are so that we would be able to serve them. Now, when we get into fights and conflicts, di ba natitest talaga yung pride mo, yung ego mo? You know, again, the Bible's giving us a check. Okay, attitude check. You have to have a humble mind. Dahil ano bang mas importante sa'yo? Winning the argument or resembling Christ? Is it being right or behaving in a right way that would please Christ? That would reflect Him to the world? You know, God, the Bible tells us that God is actively against us when we are in pride because He opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. And so, we are to be humble because that is the key to keep the unity. Humility leads to unity. And you know, this list, if you're gonna put them in order like that, that he began talking about the mind and ends with the mind. Okay, the attitude of a settled uh, you know, way of thinking and also the settled way of feeling, sympathy, tender heart. But in the, mid, the middle of it, at the core of his exhortation is what? It's about brotherly love. It's about this covenant love that he talked about in the whole book of First Peter. Okay, In fact, in the book of First Peter, love must not be just central thing or at the core of our relationship. But in chapter 4, it talks about love needs to be above everything. Can we read this verse? Above all, keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sin. Above all. Not just core at the core, not just central, but you know, above everything that is written in 1 Peter, here is how we keep ourselves united. By keeping ourselves in the love of God and loving one another earnestly. Okay, in a way that's being stretched, in a way that's uh, really, talagang bigin natin lahat. Because love covers a multitude of sin. You know, as believers, we only have one job. As followers of Christ, this is our job description. Love. Love one another. That's our, our um, job description from God. We are not to condemn, 
We are not to count the sins and the weaknesses of these people. We are to cover. You know, when talking about cover, I once uh, rode this week sa Uber and then kulang ako ng 10 pesos. So pagbaba ko, syempre may guard. I asked the guard, guard, pwede bang ano, bigyan mo ko ng 10 pesos dyan? So binigyan ako 10 pesos. So the guard covered for my lack. So in a way, you know, covering, syempre, pag uwi ko naman, binayaran ko, binalikan ko siya. But that's a picture of covering. We're not, you know, hiding the sins of others or, or condoning it, but we are, you know, paying the price for the weakness of our, our friend, of our, our brothers and sisters. We are paying the cost of the forgiveness. And Jesus, you know, covers all our sins. Therefore, we could cover the sins of each other. Okay? Now, we can only cover it, but Christ doesn't just cover our sins, He cleanses us from all our sins. Therefore, we need to have that kind of attitude na, na hindi condemning, na hindi nagbibilang. Diba Peter once uh, asked Jesus, Jesus, siguro nasobra na siya sa offense that he gets to have inside the, um, the original group, the small group of Jesus. Sabi niya, Lord, how many times shall I forgive someone who offends me? Seven times? Okay, one each day of the, the week. Diba? But Jesus corrected him. It's not seven times, but 70 times seven. The point of Jesus being, you know, you, you need to stop counting. You are to love. That's your job description. You are to forgive because that is who I am to you. Only the gospel generates such an inside-out kind of affection, affection for us with one another. And I pray that we would be able to be committed to do just that. The point of all this preaching, what I'm saying is this. How do we keep ourselves together? How do we uh, keep um, the fellowship strong? It's this, by loving one another. By staying in the love that God has for us. Christ gave the pattern of how we are to relate with each other and He gives us the very power that at times, parang ubusan na tayo, Lord, I'm just gonna draw, I'm going to draw from you and give it generously because you never stop loving me. Lord, you never fail in loving me, and therefore, Lord God, cause me never to stop and never feel loving my brothers and sisters. Can you all bow down your heads and pray? Lord, we thank you for this reminder, Lord God, this, this word that you have for us, that you are calling us to do life together and benefit from it. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that even tough time comes internally or externally. Lord, you called us to stay together. You call us to follow you together, that we are better together, that we're not better when we're isolated, we're not better, we're not connected. But Lord, we thank you that you're calling us to be connected to, to you and to one another and to be committed, Lord God, to cover each other, God, to save one another in our lack, in our shortcomings, Lord, to be sympathetic, Lord God, to, to uh, show tender-heartedness, God, to be humble with one another. God, to have this unity of my God, we pray that you would cause us to be this kind of people that you call us to be. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcast.